me again. Come on. Thank you. Two most powerful words that you can say to people. Period. No, no, it's I love you. You can't say I love you to everybody. You go to the Publix line, there you're getting your groceries. I love you. I got to be careful because if I say that, she's going to say, he is cute. <laughs> Just let me keep dreaming, okay? <laughs> My daughter and Kim both go, oh, I can't stand it when you say something like that. But anyway, but listen, but you can't do that. I love you. I love you. Or, or this is crazy too, going through the line, Jesus loves you. Guys, I'm just saying, I'm not against telling people that Jesus loves them. But man, there's a better way. And uh, Instead of people thinking you a nut. Yes or no? Amen. Say. Nothing wrong with telling people Jesus loves But you know, you almost need to have a little bit of relationship with them a little bit before you start throwing Jesus on them. You listen to me or not? And you might not agree with that, but that's the way I feel. I've been doing this for a long time. I'd put my way up against your way any day. This ain't just lifestyle evangelism. They'll see Jesus in me if I never say anything. No, that's not what I'm saying. But I'm saying there's a way to treat people. It's Thanksgiving time. So we're going to thank God. We're going to thank God. You know what God would like out of you? Thank people. And when you're thanking people, I'm getting the credit. I'm getting the glory when you do that. So let's talk about it. So thank you. What's thank you mean? It's the expression of gratitude. That's what it... Look in your Webster's Dictionary. Expression of gratitude. So it's something we say to express our thanks. Okay? Number two, it's the appreciation of what? Kindness. I appreciate the kindness. And guys, we got to be careful. I'm going to talk about it in this message. I have no idea what's going to come out, so just hang on. But the bottom line is, you need to learn to say thank you, and I need to say thank you, even when people don't get it just right. Okay? I mean, if you got you ordered two hard tacos at the Taco Bell, and they gave you two soft tacos, you don't have to go, What's wrong with you? You're an idiot! You know what you could do is say thank you and eat the soft tacos. And realize if you live somewhere else, your butt probably starving anyway. You hear me or not, say. Or in a nice way, you can say thank you, but I ordered the two hard tacos and these are the soft tacos. But I appreciate them, but is it possible for me to get the hard tacos? But if... I can't get the hard tacos. I'll eat the soft tacos. Thank you very much. You see how this works or not? I'm t- and I'm not saying like on an automobile repair. You can't, you know, if it costs $1,000 and you come out of there and the thing's still broke, I understand that. But you can still deal with that in a thankful way. Yes or no? Amen. Are y'all hearing me or not? Now, this is where we're going today. You might say, man, I have come to some thank you class. You have with Uncle Gary. Thank you is personal. It's one way on the whole planet you can get personal with people. How can I get personal? I don't even know these people. I know you don't know them, but when they do something, you can do what? 
it must be directed at what? At somebody. I didn't, we don't teach our children, now say thank you to the dog. I don't like the dog. You can have the dog. We, say, we teach them to say thank you to who? People, 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 people. Where did it come from? Where did thank you come from? Story here with Jesus. He entered into a certain village and there met him ten men that were lepers. They had leprosy. Their skin is just rotting on their bones. That's some pretty bad stuff. And they stood afar off because that was the law. They were in a leper colony away from the people. But isn't it something that Jesus went by there? Isn't that amazing? Yes or no? And they lifted up their voices and said, Jesus, Master, have mercy on us. They had probably heard about His healing. They were, they were open for anything when they got this mess. And when Jesus saw them, He said unto them, Go show yourselves unto the priest. Which they weren't supposed to do. They were sort of outcast. And it came to pass that as they went, watch it, as they went, they were what? Huh, can you imagine such a thing? As they started walking to tell the priest, they, oh my gosh, this rotting mass is cleared up. And say that would be verse 15. Say it with me. And what? And what? And what? And one of them, one out of the ten, one out of the ten who had flesh rotting off his arms, now all of them got good skin, only one of them turned back and with a loud voice glorified God. And he fell down on his face at Jesus' feet. Say it with me. And gave him what? And he was a Samaritan. What does that mean? He is a half-breed. He was looked down as the garbage. What's Jesus trying to tell us here? It ain't your pedigree, baby. It ain't your whatever. It's your heart. Do you have a good heart? Do you have a heart that, that gives a rip? He was a Samaritan. And Jesus said, Were there not how many? Were there not how many? Ten! Where are the nine? Wow! They're not found that return to give glory to God. Save this what? This stranger. That's who I want to be. I want to be that stranger. Amen? Say, I want Fellowship Church to be that church in Inglewood, Florida. Y'all are unusual. Most people just just rip us or whatever. But y'all are kind. I want that said about us. Did you hear me, yes or no? Putting on fellowship on the back of your car? We ain't perfect. I get that. I know that. You came up and said I was speeding right here. You said it, didn't you? You said I was speeding, didn't you? And what did I say? I could care less. When you're a police officer, you come talk to me. But anyway, I'm sorry, brother. <laughs> but is that what I said? But is that what I said? That's exactly what I said. I'm sorry. Anyway, 
Thank you. Yes, thank you. Thank you. You're funny. You're funny. You're funny. You're funny right there. That's funny. Here's the point. Guys, not talking about perfection here, but we're talking about this is the way that we can be and should be to say thank you. And you might say, well, I've got this down, Pastor. Well, let's keep digging a little deeper and see what we can find. Thank you. Thank you. Not everybody says it, but everybody should. Everybody should say thank you. Amen. Well, now, I wasn't raised that way. Then you were raised wrong. Amen. Everybody should say thank you. Yeah, but I gave them my money. Why have I got to say thank you? It was my money. Because God gave you the money you got. And for you not to be thankful is you ain't thankful to Him. Everything you have, He gave you. Yes or no? Yeah, but they got it sort of wrong, but they got it sort of right. Say thank you. Amen, say. You don't have to give people a piece of your mind every time. And we live in Inglewood, the greater Inglewood community. We have the most seniors. I hate to do this to you, but when you get older, you get grumpy. And you get grouchy, and I'm, I'm right there with you almost, man. I got a bad leg today. I'm having to watch it. I don't cuss up here. No, fortunately, God took that from me. Thank you, Lord. Amen. You can replace some bad words with, thank you. Amen. Come on. But listen, we need to work on this, guys. Come on. Thank you is one of the first things you teach a child. Isn't that true? Yes or no? Now say, thank you. Yeah. That guy said, you better say, thank you. I'm going to beat your butt. Say, amen. Now, I teach, I'm teaching Abby and Danny, yes, ma'am, no, ma'am. Yes, sir, no, sir. Danny's younger than Abby. Abby's having a harder time getting it. That's a problem. Amen. Yes or no? This is in my house. Not everybody does it like I do it. Every house ought to say thank you. Amen. Yes or no? Every house. I, I, I'd, I'd advise you to say that other stuff too because I think it's good and respectful. You teach them to say thank you to who? To people, not to dog. To people. Keep looking, keep looking, keep looking. Then why don't we say it? Why don't we say it? You might say, well, I do say it. I want you to work harder at it. Yes or no? Regardless. What about they don't get it right? Say it. Thank you, thank you, thank you. So why don't we say thank you? Why aren't we good at it? And by the way, thank you will endear you to people. How many of you, you have people that you don't really even know, but when you go to the store, they want to be the one that waits on you? Let me see some hands. You know what I'm talking about? They sort of, you don't even know them, but they sort of like you. Because you're what? You're kind. Why is that? Why? It's because of thank you. Do you hear me or not? That'll make us a church that people are going to want to come to more and more and more. We're, we're not here to get from folk. We're here, we're here to, to, to love each other and to help one another. Amen. And to bless one another. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So why aren't we thankful to, to other people? Why don't we say thank you? Not thankful. Why don't we say thank you? Number one, because we're self-centered. This is my message. This is what I see. Because you're concerned about yourself. I mean, I paid for it. They should give it to me, right? No. They could throw it in your face. They could quit right in the middle. They don't have to do nothing. Y'all hear me or not? 
No matter what people do for us, we need to say thank you. And we need to look for opportunities to say thank you to people. Yes or no? Amen. Somebody just doing a little something. Well, it's their job. People get paid to do it. People come here on Wednesday and clean this whole building. Did you know that? Let's thank the Lord for them. Come on, right here. Come on, right there. Right there. Now, I know you don't do it for credit, but you come here on Wednesday to clean the building. Is that correct? Volunteers. We don't pay a dime to clean the inside of this building. We pay to do the outside. Because last time I checked, that's a big yard and it's hot out there. Amen. And it's, a, it's like a, it, it has to have somebody special and a team to do that. We pay for that. Got it? But fortunately, people in our church oversee that being done, thank God. Amen. No pressure on me whatsoever. But you come here on Wednesday morning and clean. But don't you work all night long? Is that true? So you work Tuesday night every week. When do you get off? 7 o'clock. And you're usually here about 8? Can we say thank you? Thank you, buddy. It's funny. People that are like that, he says thank you back to me for saying thank you to him. Boy, I'll tell you, that's good stuff, Ed. Thank you, buddy. We love you. But we're self-centered. That's why we don't say it. Men shall be lovers of their own selves. The Bible says covetous, boasters, proud, blasphemous, disobedient to parents. Here's our word. What? Unthankful and unholy. John said it this way. He said, I'm self-centered. I'm born self-centered. I am a sinner. Here's my problem, he says. Jesus must increase and I must what? This is where thank you comes in. It's not about me. It's about you and I'm thankful for you. It's about you and I'm thankful for you. Yeah, but the customer's always right. You know, if I'm running a business, I'd probably teach my staff that. But that's not something we should say to them. The customer's always right, so I'm right. No, what you are is a big baby. And take your business somewhere else. Amen or oh me, say. Thank you. We're self-centered, man. We don't get our way. We don't say it. It's like a reward we get to people. If you just measure up, I'll say thank you. Aren't you glad God doesn't treat you that way? Amen. Say. For all have what? Sinned and come short of the what? Glory of God. But God commended His love toward us and while we were yet what? Sinners Christ died for us. But that's different. That's the point. We're different than Him. And we need to be like Him. Amen. Thank you. I never knew it was this simple to be like Jesus. It is. Say thank you. Amen. We're just talking today. Number two, why don't we say thank you? Why why don't we just, aren't we really good at this? Well, because we're not content. We're not content. I didn't get it like I wanted. They didn't do what I wanted or what I what? Expected. Don't we have expectations on people? Yes or no? You should be nicer to me. But you get a pass, I guess, talking to me. Understand? Have you ever thought about the poor people that work at the DMV? 
Yeah. But can you imagine working there all day and having to scream this at older people? I said, show me your license for the fifth time. And you wonder why I'm in a bad mood running this joint. And the post office. Can you imagine doing that? Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. I'd jump off a bridge almost. I'm just saying it to you. The point is, we need to cut some people some slack. Amen. Say. Say thank you, man. Say thank you. But we don't, we're not, you know, we don't, we're not content. Godliness with contentment is great gain. Eat the two soft tacos. Amen. We brought nothing into this world. It's certain we can carry nothing out. We think it's about us. We're not content. You've got to serve me a certain way. And I think, and I'm not trying to be ugly, but I think if you're not careful, if you're from up north, if you come down here, you think people have to treat you a certain way because you are the backbone of our economy. Well, you're not really the backbone of our economy. Jesus is. You understand? Now, we appreciate you and we love you. That's beside the point. But just get yourself off the throne and put him on. Amen. I'm just talking about saying thank you. I want you to have the best Thanksgiving you've ever had. And I want you to also, let's light up our town. But not just Christmas lights, with real lights. Thank you. Thank you. Amen or oh me. And some of you know if you struggle with this. And this, I wrote it so you know I struggle with it, right? Okay, I'm not trying to preach down. The Bible says, having food and clothes, let us be what? Content. If I don't get it just right, do I still have food? Do I still have clothes? I'm not saying you can't talk to people. I'm not saying you can't, in a very kind way, help them see. And that might help them in the future. But if they get it, they get it. If they don't, they don't. But the one thing they're not going to get is a bad testimony from me. You're the pastor of fellowship. I'm the worst one of you people. If I can do it, we all can do it. Amen. Say, come on. But they that will be rich will fall into temptation and a snare and into foolish and hurtful lusts which drown men in destruction and perdition. This word rich don't mean millionaire. It just means if that's your focus on your stuff and on your things and you miss the people. They matter. I value them more than my two tacos. Amen. You didn't know I was so big on these tacos, did you? Just between you, me, and the gate post, I'll eat a taco no matter how you give it to me. I'm just saying to you. The love of money is the root of all evil. Listen, some coveted after. Not just the money, the things, the stuff that make us miss people. We've erred from our faith. Our faith is people. Our faith is going to all the world and preach the gospel. Is that our faith in Jesus? Yes or no? God so loved who? The, the tacos? No. The people. Sometimes we treat our dogs better than we do our neighbor. Oh, but I love animals. Mom, have at it. Just love people like a gazillion times more. How about that? Amen. Yes or no? Think about it. They've erred from the faith. They pierced themselves through with many sorrows. Wonder how many wealthy people 
are so unhappy. Just unhappy. I'm not saying you are wealthy and you're going to be unhappy, but if you're wealthy, just even work harder at it. Amen. At loving people with what God's given you. Amen. But thou, man of God, flee these things. Flee this discontentment. Follow after righteousness, godliness, faith, love, patience, meekness. Fight the good fight. Fight this fight. What fight? The fight to be content. The fight to love people, to be kind. Fight it, man. We're not talking about the devil out there. We're talking about the devil in here. Fight it. Lay hold on eternal life whereunto you are called, and you profess a good what? Profession before many what? Who do I witness to? Well, if you die today, do you know you'll go to heaven? Is that witnessing? Most people aren't even going to listen to you. But they'll listen to this. Thank you. Oh, oh, thank you. You're welcome. You want people to talk to you? Start saying thank you. Am I going? Am I driving you up the wall right now? You're like, i got to get out of here. We've already had like three dozen leave. Just playing. I know they love me. There must have been another problem. Here we go. Not that I speak in respect of want. Paul said, I've learned in whatsoever state I am, therewith to be what? This is a great for all of us who came from another state. Did you hear me? Holler out the state you're from on the count of three. One, two, three. Well, you're in Florida now. Be content in this state. Amen. You knew the little girl or the fellow up at the DMV up north. You don't know this one. Be kind. Get to know them. Amen. Just think about it. I've learned to be content, Paul says. Watch this. Help me. I know how to be abased. I know how to abound. Everywhere and in all things, I'm instructed both to be full and to be hungry, both to abound and suffer need. The next verse comes on the hill. It's one we quote all the time. It's really about going through hard times and maybe dealing with some tough issues with people and stuff. Look at this one. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. You don't understand. They didn't do it right. You can do all things through Christ who strengthens you. You can be thankful. You can say thank you. Amen. And you don't even have to go back there if it was that bad. But don't leave nasty. And the last thing they think is nasty. Amen. Say, just talking to you today. Keep looking. Number three, why aren't we thankful? Because we want what? Say that out loud. This is pretty important. Because we want what? This is why a lot of marriages are in a bad way. It's not always the man that wants control. It's usually the man that wants control. Sometimes, though, there is a woman that rules that roost. Here's the point. You'll have a better relationship at the house if you yield control to the Lord. Okay, I am 11 years older than Kim. When I married Kim, Kim was hurting. Kim was just trying to take care of her two children. She had been hurt in a bad way. Bad way. And uh, her mother and father were having to take care of her, correct? And help with the children. And that still, she had to be on food stamps and things like that, and she worked. 
it would be very easy for me, and it's something I have to fight. I've always been a doer. I've been always able to do. I'll get in that garbage. I don't give a hoot. We're going to get it done. And we're going to get ahead because that's what we do. And we're going to do it honestly and hard work. Amen. Say. It would be easy for me to take my situation and lord that over Kim. Do you understand what I just said? Like, you don't know nothing. I'm the doer here or whatever. You don't know what people are like or what they go through that gets them where they are in life. There's some mess out there, guys. There's some bad stuff. What Kim needs is a husband to not control over her, but to love her. Amen. And the years, the fact that I'm older, she doesn't need a father. She needs a husband. Even though I'm older, I'm telling you, I have to deal with this in my own self. Yes or no? Control will kill a marriage. Say that with me. Control will kill a marriage. Raise your hand if you're listening to me on that one. You agree with me. You know that. Come on, you know that. How many know that sort of personally? Let me see some personal stuff up here. I'm putting a hand up. Okay? Let's work on that. That's why we don't say thank you. How about that in a relationship? And tell us, tell them that she's doing the wrong thing, he's doing the wrong thing. How about say thank you? Yes or no? Amen. Say. Boy, that'll go a long way, won't it? Just think about it. This I say, then walk in the Spirit, and you'll not fulfill the lust of the flesh. The flesh is just to, you know, give a piece of your mind. For the flesh lusts against the Spirit, the Spirit against the flesh. And these are contrary to one another so that you can't do the things that you should do. What we're saying today about thank you and kindness is the thing you should do. And the reason you don't is because the flesh is lusting against the thing you should do. The fruit of the Spirit's love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness, temperance. Against such there is no law. Yeah, but that doesn't work at the DMV. It does work at the DMV. This is who we're called to be, church. Yes or no? How many ever had a grumpy, grouchy, pain in the rear neighbor? And over time, over time, over time, over time, you saw some change because of kindness. Try it a little more often. Did you hear me yesterday? But you don't understand. I don't say I know all the situations. I know that. But I tell you what, I put the Spirit up against anything. Did you hear me today? Come on. They that are Christ have crucified the flesh with the affections and lust. If we live in the Spirit, say it with me. Let us what? Did you mean I'm walking in the Spirit when I'm grateful and thankful to people, even when they don't get it just right? Absolutely. This is good for us. Let us not be desirous of vain glory. That's the problem. I want control. It's about me. Don't you see me? I'm the one that's paying your salary. Oh. Please don't tell me about Jesus. I don't want to hear it from you. Did you hear me or not? Just talking today provoking one another. Isn't that what we do when we're not grateful? We want to give people a piece of our mind instead of just being thankful? How many have been in arguments before and if you'd have just been thankful, you wouldn't have had the argument? Let me see some hands. Just go ahead and be honest. Come on! Shut my mouth and said thank you. Amen. Just talking today. I know you're like, he's nuts today. 
we're almost done. We don't say it because we're self-centered. Number two, because we're not content. This is my points. If you don't like them, blame me. Number three, because we want control. That's what stops me from saying thank you. Keep looking. Self-centeredness. Yeah, but I like being self-centered. Great! This is what it leads to. Conflict! Have you noticed humble people just don't seem to have as much conflict? Number two, discontentment leads to this. Complaining! I've just always complained. You know why? Because you've always been discontent. How can I stop my complaining? Start being content with the things that you have with what you drive, where you live. If you want better, work harder for it. Don't complain about it. Thank God for what you got. If you want to get somewhere else, then work hard to get there and thank Him when you get there. Don't complain your way there. Keep doing that. You're going to be alone when you get to the end. Number three, where does control lead? It leads to coldness. Inside your marriage, you just keep getting all them ducks in a row, just like you like it. Yeah. Got stuff right here. I'm here right here. I'm here. You see, I practiced. But there's no communication. And sex is out the window. Forget that. Excuse me. I'm just talking, guys. Y'all hear me or not? How many are hearing loud and clear today? You're hearing loud and clear. You think this is good for us today? Is this okay? A little butt whooping? <laughs> Amen. Praise the Lord. Come on. Come on. Here we go. Thank you. I love pastoring you and being with you. I love being with you. I do love being with you. Thank you. I thank you back, man. Hey, thank you, sweetie pie. Did you get a car? Did you get a car? All right. You going to be okay? You are going to be okay. She just had a little bitty baby. She had hard, hard, hard times. How old is your little baby now? Three and a half weeks. Look at that little baby. Can we thank the Lord right there? Hey, I love you back. I love you back. You're a blessing. Thank you back, sweetie. So that's what you get. Conflict complaining and cold. If anybody's ever said that to you, it might be true. But the good news is, fight the good fight of faith. Work hard towards this. And you might say, Clark, I can't. That's crazy. Say it again. Thank you. Go ahead. One more time. Thank you. Now watch this, what I found. The two most powerful words that you can say to people. I'm telling you, you heard it today at fellowship. I mean, this is quite profound. The two most powerful words you'll ever say to people is thank you. If you want to argue with me on it, we can argue about it. I believe you're going to lose. Because I believe it. I really believe this. I believe it's crazy. You mean today I learned my whole world can change? And the world of others around me can change? Absolutely. Thank you. Look at this right here. The most effective way you can communicate or share your faith also is by doing what? 
No, I need to go to seminary, and I've got to go to Bible study, and I've got to go to Yemen. No, you can do all that. You can give your body to be burned, the Bible says, but if you don't have love, you're nothing. Yes or no? Thank you is love, man. Now, I found this verse in the Bible. You'd never think of it. It's in Philemon, which only has like just one chapter. You'd never think of it. But I discovered this years ago, and it actually changed my life. Helped me so much. Look at it. I want you to have it today. Here we go. That the communication of your faith may become effective, effective by the acknowledging of every good thing which is in you in Christ Jesus. Now, I know that's like highfalutin. What does that mean? That the communication of my faith may become effective. Me communicating my faith will become effective when I acknowledge every good thing which I have through Jesus Christ. And that's including the two hard shell tacos. And the privilege to have a tag on the back of my car so my rear end don't have to walk everywhere. And that license that gives me that privilege, even though it was difficult at the DMV. The chance to mail packages to my family, even though it wasn't the most pleasant experience. Having the opportunity to go to a store called Publix, maybe, and, and get a dozen eggs. And then come home and find out two of them are broke. I still got ten. Do you see how this can change your world? Yes or no? Sir, because the wife doesn't do everything just like you always did. But she does so much. If you'll focus on that and not that other. Amen or oh me? Guys, this is huge. So the more I understand how blessed I am because of Jesus Christ, the more effectively I can share Him with other people. When I stop looking at like, you know, i got to have it my way. I'm not content. i got to have control. When I stop looking at that and start seeing I am blessed... I am blessed by what I got from this person, even if it wasn't just right. Amen. If you order your steak, medium rare, I usually do. Sometimes they get it wrong. It comes back just well as all get out. The improper way is to go, You're an idiot! I told you, medium rare! The proper way is to talk it through with them kindly. Thank you. If need be, eat it. But there's nothing wrong with, in a kind way, letting them know your situation. Yes or no? Amen.
But the key is to be thankful. Yes or no? Don't lose you on all this. You think I'm a nut, don't you? I don't give a hoot. The most effective way you can communicate or share your faith is by expressing gratitude to people. I'm telling you that right now. It'll change your workplace. It'll change your home life. It'll change your neighborhood. Starts with one. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I'm telling you, it's powerful. I know. When people, see, when people see in me and hear from me a spirit of gratefulness, I am communicating God's love in the most effective way I humanly possibly can. I thought I had to give them a track. They're not going to take your track, most likely. They don't know you. How about showing them somebody who is kind and see where that leads? Amen. Y'all hearing me today? The most important thing on this earth that I can be thankful for are the people that God has put in my life and in my path. Who said that? My daughter did. She's the one that came up with that saying, I go to church for love. Not the band, not the preacher. Love. Amen. The most important thing in my life are the people. Yes or no? Y'all hearing me today? Oh, I've driven this hard today. I know. It's, it's almost too much. Why should I have you in my life? Because I'm blessed. That's why I have you in my life. I don't deserve you. I'm blessed to have you. Amen. You know how that makes me feel at this church? I have you. I feel sorry for all them other jokers out there. I have you. Communicate that. Anyone who ever does anything for me does it because I am what? Say that loud. Anyone who ever does anything for me does it because I'm what? Anything. You're going to find out one day. Oh, man, I didn't know. That was from you. And he said, yeah. And you gave him a piece of your mind. Not a pretty picture. Say thank you to people. Say thank you to people's the message today. Please, 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 say what? One more time. Please, 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 say what? I was having surgery on my back about four years ago. I'm in that room, that cold room. About 6 a.m., there's the nurses, the anesthetists, all these different people. The doctor comes in and scrubs. Going to cut my back open, put rods in. They put that stuff on me yet, so I'm laying there. And I said, thank you. Thank you for serving me today, caring for me today. And they started tearing up. I said, doesn't people say that here? Or don't they, don't they say thank you? And not very often. God help us. Quit complaining about health care. Would you just stop it? And thank God you live in America. 
Would you amen yes or no? I'm telling you, I don't care what you say. We had people like Lynn that went to school to care for people. And she's in hospice, correct? People in the most desperate situation. They can't do anything hardly. Aren't you glad there's people like that? Yes or no? Amen. I'm not trying to put myself up, but if it has to be to put it to where it needs to be, we're going to let it happen. Amen? Come on. I'm not jumping down your throat. I'm just trying to hit you, with a, run over you with a bus, though, sort of here. It's showing them Jesus Christ when we're thankful. It's showing them Jesus Christ. It's effectively communicating what? Love, guys. That's what thank you says. I just want to thank the Lord for people. They matter so much. They matter so much. My problem is I'd like to get to know more and more and more of them. People. It's not about the ministry. It's about people. Yes or no? It's not about your career. It's about what? People. Yes or no? Praise the Lord. God created people in His image and His likeness. We know that in, in the first uh, part of the book of Genesis. John, you're not there yet. It's exciting. Let us make man our image and our likeness. It's beautiful. And God did. God gave His one and only Son what, for what? Who did He give Him for? People. Say it with me out loud if you don't mind. This verse out loud. For God so loved the world, the people, that He gave His only begotten Son, Jesus that whosoever believes in Him should not what? Perish, but have everlasting life. How as a Christian can I not say thank you? Well, if, ten, if nine out of ten didn't do it, there's a good chance you don't do it. I believe in Bible math. Gary believes in Bible math. If I see nine out of ten that didn't, then I believe probably nine out of ten don't do it. I want to be one in that ten. Amen? Fellowship Church, I want us to be 10 for 10. 10 for 10. Say 10 for 10. I want us to be 10 for 10. I don't want to score 90 here. I want us to knock it out of the park. Be that kind of people. People matter so much. I believe we beat that in your head as well around here. The very best way I can communicate God's love to people, according to Philemon 1.6, I love that verse, is by expressing gratitude and by saying these simple two words, the greatest words you'll ever say to anyone the most powerful words, rather the most powerful words that you can say to anyone, a stranger. It's not better than I love you, no, but I'm telling you, that I love you is going to have to come a little ways down the, down the way. You start by doing what? One more time. Thank you. Thank you for what you do for me. I appreciate it. How hard is that? Getting that cup of coffee. Sometimes I've had to be the police fella at McDonald's because the little girls or the young fellows don't get it just right and people just rain on their parade I've told more than one 75 heads north let's stick up for people how about that amen say by the way, I'll, I'll stick up for you. You can count on it. I won't be there to kick you. I'm going to try my best to help you up. 
Amen? Let's be that kind of church. That doesn't mean I'm a great guy. It just means if God can save an old hellion like me and change me, He can change you. I'm blessed because of you. Thank you. I'm blessed because of you. And saying thank you usually evokes a certain two-word response. That's why they're the most powerful words. Try to say something else to somebody and see if they'll say you're welcome. Just try it. I don't appreciate it. Well, you're welcome. When people say you're welcome, and that's next week's message. I've done this before. I love it. It's been many years, and I'm rewriting them. I rewrote this one. But you're welcome where? In my what? In my heart. That's why that little girl, that young man, wants to wait on you first. Because you made it into their heart. Amen? Let's thank God for His Word this morning. I quit. Amen. Praise the Lord. Good Word today. Boom! Amen! Praise the Lord.